So I think uh, for me, it's, if you are in a self-pity or victim mindset, you're not going to go very far. So the idea is to get out of it as soon as possible and allow yourself to grow. And the second part is, you know, I want you to remember that your life doesn't have to end where you are. No matter how bad the situation, turn that bad into a positive and go out there and make a difference to the world. Make a difference to yourself. Make a difference to your family and as many people as possible. So remember, it all starts with a thought, which is your dream in reality, and convert that into actionable points and achieve that success that you're always longing for. And I know you can do it. And you know you can do it as well. It's all about taking that step and taking action towards it. Welcome to the Badass Premier's Business School Podcast. If you are a life or a health coach, a wellness practitioner, or a healer, stick around because I share the inside scoop on running a thriving, soul-satisfying online coaching practice. Hi there, I'm Didi Hoffman, your host on the Badass Business School podcast, and I'm thrilled to introduce you to a real badass self-development expert all around the corner here from sunny South Africa. Nolan Pele is the founder and self of the self-development program, Be the Best Version of Yourself. It's running under the company Straight Talk of Nolan. He has an almost intuitive knowledge of the diverse range of pulses that make up the heartbeat of this African continent. And most importantly, he has been there and he has done it. And he is as genuine a South African as you'll ever get. I'm including his full bio in the show notes. And it's really a fascinating read. So please go to the show notes and have a, go and have a look at all the things Nolan has done and accomplished in his life. Nolan, welcome to the Bad Espreneurs Business School. And thank you for being here. Thank you so much, Didi. It's an honor to be here. Thank you so much for the invitation. Yeah, always awesome to have a fellow South African on the show. Your favorite quote is, success isn't about being better than anyone else. It's about being a better version of yourself. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, you, you see, Didi, a lot of uh, entrepreneurs like myself and even anyone else who's not an entrepreneur, they always feel that they have to be in competition with somebody else. And this is where they actually go wrong, right? So when I wake up every single morning, I look at myself, I introspect, and I try to see what can I do differently today from yesterday to make me a better person. So it's as simple as that. Always compete with yourself and no one else. Oh, I love, love the simplicity of that. And yeah, it's sometimes hard, you know, when we watch the Joneses and we look at all what all these other coaches have accomplished to be just be in competition of yourself. Nolan, the two of us have a lot in common, you know, our South African origins. Both of us have very humble beginnings, our unwavering belief in the unlimited potential of this region, and also our belief in moonshots. Now, my moonshot is a little bit airy-fairy and wavier than yours, but mine is to make Africa the most densely populated wellness business district in the entire galaxy. Yours is to transform one million lives in Africa, starting with our teens and young adults. Now, just for the uninitiated amongst our, our listeners, a moonshot is a bold vision. It's going for 10 times better, whilst the rest of the world is going for 10% better. Uh, it's, a, it's not an incremental vision. It's taking your wildest vision and adding a zero at the end. Now, and I've got a two-part question for you. First of all, what's your definition of a moonshot? 
And why do you think it's so important for especially entrepreneurs and small business owners to have a moonshot? That's a great question. I must say, I love your moonshot, by the way, Didi, as well. So for, for, for me, a moonshot is something that normal people just don't want to attempt out there. And this is where you get the entrepreneurial mindset that comes in and says, you know what, I can do anything and everything. So for me, it's thinking really, really big. If you think, if you look at 1 million lives, and if I say to somebody else, you know what, I'm going to transform 1 million lives, they'll look at me stunned. Wow, Nolan, you're not, and they most probably would say, how are you going to achieve that? And they might just go on further and say, you will not achieve that. But bold thinkers like myself, we learn to impact millions of lives and not just one or two lives as well. So I've learned this in a quest that I did, which is the power of boldness quest. Uh, it was about a year and a half ago, but this allowed me to dig deeper within myself and realize that, hey, if I put a number as 1 million and I start breaking it down into a five-year plan, it can so easily be achievable. All you have to do is focus on it a lot and make sure that your moonshot is something you live, you breathe, you sleep, everything, whatever you do, your moonshot is always with you. I carry my moonshot around with me in, in a gold card because I know it's something that I want to uh, I, I want to do and I will actually achieve that goal. I love the way that, that, you, that you conveyed that and I love that you said that because what I hear often is, you know, when I share with people that I have a bold vision and I have a moonshot, I get this rhetoric of, uh, yeah, you know, it's like shooting for the stars and then landing on the moon. And, and I must underline, that's not what a moonshot is. It's, we're not setting a goal there and hoping to achieve it, but then achieving something smaller in comparison. We're actually setting out to go out there and to achieve that goal. Um, and let's, on that note, you know, can we just dig a little bit deeper there into what it takes to set and achieve a business moonshot? And, and I want you to start for, for us, you know, with mindset and more specifically with having an abundance mindset versus having a scarcity mindset. Oh, that's a good. That's a great question, uh, Didi. So a person with a scarcity mindset is never going to think along these lines, right? But once you think from a point of abundance, then everything that is so big would seem achievable in your life. So a lot of people focus on, and I'll give you an example. If you look at entrepreneurs in today's world, they seem to jump from one startup to the next all the time. Why? Because they think they can make a quick buck overnight and they want to copy something else that's been done out there at the moment. And a typical example would be like these cell phone shops that are selling uh, secondhand phones and repairs, et cetera. Nobody's willing to think bigger than that and go out and do it. But with an abundance mindset, I think to myself that, you know, what, how can I impact a million lives or a billion lives, for example? And when I start thinking at that level, all of these, everything else seems so much more smaller. Now, from an entrepreneur's point of view, you got to link this moonshot of yours to a value that is very linked up to you as a person. And I'll give you an example. My value that I stand by is transformation. And I believe strongly in it because if you look at my background, I've come from a background of poverty, uh, starting by a, using a small candle like this for studying, not because uh, of ESCOP taking down our power, it's because we couldn't afford to pay for the lights. So coming from all of the background, facing all these obstacles in my life, it was all part of my transformational journey to who I am today. 
So that's why I tie that value so closely to this moonshot. And, and I mentioned to it, transform 1 million lives. So with entrepreneurs, I know you all are big thinkers. All you have to do is focus on what you as an entrepreneur want to do and want to achieve. And don't ever think small. Entrepreneurs are born to think big, bold vision. And when you're thinking about this big, bold vision, think about a problem that you can solve in our country, in our world. So basically, don't go and find symptoms and try to solve that. Find the root cause of whatever problems we're experiencing. Look, if you just walk around outside, look at the areas that we have, there's so much more we can do from a waste management point of view. There is so many different opportunities that we can do, but we are not allowing ourselves to think bigger than that. Trust me, I know with entrepreneurs from me dealing with uh, a few entrepreneurs, you have that potential within you. Don't be scared to unleash it. And that fear that holds you back is that scarcity mindset that says, you know what, I can't do this. I know you can do it. So go out and do it. Prove to yourself that you can do it, not to anyone else. Oh, I love that. Love that. And uh, just on a side note, quickly, uh, for, for our baddest entrepreneurs, as coaches, I think we're actually in the mindset business. Uh, more specifically, we are in the business of helping our clients change the way they think so that they can fulfill their potential. And that's all mindset. Um, and, and I really, I just want as a side note to, if you'd like to dive deeper into this topic and especially the difference between a fixed and a growth mindset, you absolutely have to read Dr. Carol, Carol Deck's book. Uh, it's just called Mindset and I'll include it for you in the show notes. Uh, she goes into a lot of detail, scientific detail, uh, about the difference between a fixed and a growth mindset and how you can change your mindset. Let us take a quick gift break. Bad Espreneurs, would you like to get the best business building checklists for launching your online coaching practice so that you can start generating cash flow and clients, build momentum and freedom, and lay a solid foundation for a thriving coaching practice that has work that matters? If that's the case, Go to badasspreneurs.com and sign up for the free Badass Business Building Checklist Collection for online coaches. The collection is packed with business building checklists you won't find anywhere else. Like the Will It Fly checklist. There's the Does Your Business Logic at Up checklist. And there are many more. Visit badasspreneurs.com, get the checklist, and let's start badassing your online coaching practice. Let me get back to you, Nolan. Once you have this, you know, you, you, you've got that handled and you, you, you've decided that you're going to have an abundance mindset and not a scarcity mindset. I think the next thing that, that, that stood out in our pre-discussion was that the role that passion and obsession play in setting and achieving your moonshot, you know, and, and to you, there's a difference. Can you dive a little bit deeper for us into that passion and obsession thing? Now, cool. So, for, for me, passion is something like going to gym or eating healthy. You know, simple things like gardening. That's my passion. It allows me some kind of uh, therapy. But obsession, in another way, is basically something that you are so obsessed about that you live, eat, and sleep it. Everything that you talk about is going to be really about what you're obsessed about and move it into the moonshot. You become obsessed with it. So obsession is something that will drive you, it's like your why, it's your purpose, right? And I'll give, I'll give you an example, Didi. You know, in January, I contracted COVID pneumonia and I was in ICU for 13 days. And uh, around day six, 
I was battling because, you know, I'm, I'm only human and I was almost giving up on my life. But my daughter took a copy of this gold card of mine with the moonshot and she said to me, don't forget what your purpose is. And I had to snap out of the self-pity, this victim mindset and start getting myself back into saying, Nolan, you've got to fix yourself. You can't stay like this. If I had I stayed there, I wouldn't have been out of hospital. So the point is become so obsessed with everything that you want to do that is going to drive you. Make it your why. I'll give you another example, if I may, uh, Diddy. Mm -hmm. uh, in 2019, I was climbing uh, Mount Kilimanjaro and I was doing it for rural girls in rural areas to have access to sanitary pads. So that was my why. I became so obsessed by wanting to achieve that climb that on day three, I fell and I hurt my left shoulder, but I could have given up my journey. I had two days more to summit, but because I was so obsessed with achieving what I had set out to do, I went on for the two days and I eventually summited. So become very obsessed with it. There's so many things that we can do. There's so much of work we can do out. Look at the communities, become obsessed with helping your communities. One of the other things I'm really obsessed about is restoring humanity, restoring humanity. You know, when I tell people, let's go and restore humanity, they think, you know what, it's just something really small. But imagine if we can come back to the mindset now and fix the mindset of so many humans and allow them to see humans like you and I as humans and not as different races, different religions or different cultures. We're gonna get on so much more better and we can start our build from there. So become obsessed with what you really want to do. And you'll hear it in my voice. I'm very obsessed about transformation and what I intend to do with it as well. Uh, it, 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 it sounds like you've read Grant Cardone's book. Uh, I think the book is titled Be Obsessed or Be Average. Um, and it's in typical Grand Cardone style, uh, so it's it's very out there. Uh, but it's a it's a the message us is exactly your message that if we want to achieve something, we ourselves need to become obsessed with that. And that brings me to the next thing, um, and, and that's leadership, and specifically not leadership uh, of of a community, but self leadership. I, I really would like to have your thoughts on on being a leader for yourself and in your own family. No, great. Uh, you, you know, and to me, I'll, I'll go a little step further. It's not really about leader because I believe in the 21st century, a lot of people are chasing leadership like it's some kind of title. And, you know, with due respect to leadership, it really is a good title. But why don't we be become authentic leaders? Because when I think about authentic leadership, whenever I speak to someone, I always think, how can I allow my listeners or the viewers to know who Nolan is? So authentic leadership is all about being transparent, being ethical, and have a lot of integrity with it as well. So when it comes to transparency, if I'm talking to anyone, I want them to see me for who I am. I am not going to go out there and put up a facade and say, you know, Nolan is this guy, this billionaire and stuff when he's not as yet. And I say as yet, but mm -hmm. he intends to become one. So it's all about showing your authenticity because people, and especially entrepreneurs, resonate with authentic people. If we can change this mindset amongst our leaders that we have today, I believe we, we will be in the fast lane when it comes to creating authentic leaders amongst our youth, amongst our entrepreneurs, and starting to rebuild our country, rebuilding Africa, and rebuilding the world as well. It really is something that's lacking, but it must start from you. It must start from within you. You cannot go out there and try 
and be authentic with somebody else if you're faking it. Be yourself, be you, be the best version of yourself, in other words. Yeah, well, that's, that's really golden advice and very sage advice. Let's get back to our moonshot. Um, and I know that one of the things that you say is that a, a key component of, of a moonshot is creating a mental image. Uh, of of what you of your big vision and what you want to achieve what's your advice on doing that how do one how does one go about doing that look it's it's a, it's very simple you know you've got to attach some kind of if you can't visualize or, or create this mental image of what you want to do how are you going to achieve it and i'll give you maybe just a simple example if i want to run the comrades marathon and if i don't create this mental image of myself at the end of the line I'm not going to achieve it. So likewise, with your moonshot, always have it in your vision. Create, you know, it's in the book by Maxwell Maltz, uh, the, the new psycho-cybernetics. Mm -hmm. And he talks about creating this mental image in your mind. When you create this mental image in your mind, you start visualizing this every single day. And you can even go on further by creating a vision board for this. Uh, just one step back. I... So I had on my vision board a book that I was going to write, which is my autobiography. But, you know, funny enough, COVID hit me in January and that goal changed into writing a book about my COVID journey. So it's still a book, right? Mm -hmm. And I still intend to write my autobiography. But the point being, whenever you want to create this mental image, it's not only in your mind. I want you to create it into a vision board. People think vision boards are for school kids. It's not. Uh, we are all grown adults here. We still keep vision boards because when we wake up in the morning, we want to look in front of us and say, wow, that's my mental image. That's my vision board. That's what Nolan wants to do. That's what Didi wants to do. So it's very important to create this mental image and stay focused on it as well. If you think about thoughts that we have, right? We have like a lot of negative thoughts. Replace those negative thoughts with the positive thoughts and you'll realize that you only focus on the positives and it'll be so much more easier for you to create this image in your mind so if you have not read the book i would suggest to the listeners and the viewers go out and have a have a read uh, it's called the new psycho cybernetics by maxwell Maltz. brilliant book it gives you a totally different perspective of life oh he was actually a plastic surgeon if i remember correctly that's right yeah no, no, i've read the book it's quite quite a good book um let me come back to once we have this mental image and, and you've mentioned it quickly, but can you give us a little bit more advice of taking that big moonshot? Because it's a big vision. It's out there. Uh, what are the easiest way, you know, to, to break it down so that you can start working it and start, you know, having some sort of a system if, if you have one, you know, just your advice on that. Yeah, no, I do have a system in place. Uh, so every single morning, so it needs to become a habit. And I think one needs to realize that creating daily habits for yourself in the 21st century is a must. The reason why I say it's a must, because we can be distracted by so many things out there, social media, et cetera. So what I do every single morning is the first thing I do is when I wake up is I do my gratitude. So I'm grateful for a minimum of five things every single day in the morning when I wake up and at night before I sleep. So for example, tonight before I sleep, I'm going to be so thankful and grateful that I had a chat with Didi Hoffman on his show today. Mm -hmm. So I'm grateful for that. So when you're doing your gratitude, for example, I touch some emotion to it, feel it in your heart, because if you're just gonna say it for uh, a tick box exercise, it's gonna be exactly that, a tick box exercise. So I start off with uh, my gratitude. The next thing is around my moonshot, I, I create an intention statement for myself. And that intention statement is 
transforming 1 million lives in Africa, starting with our teens and young adults by enhancing their mindset, thought process, and authentic leadership through our personal mastery programs. So when you set an intention for the day, your day is gonna be so much more gloomy without distraction, not gloomy, it's gonna be so much more brighter without yeah. distractions because you woke up and you set your intention for the day. So these are something, the things that you need to do. And of course, the last one is meditate on it. Now, I want our listeners and our viewers to be very clear. Uh, a lot of people mix meditation with it being religious. Yeah. It's not. Religion is one thing. Spirituality is a second thing. So meditation is more your calmness of mind. And trust me, when you go into like a seven to 10 minute meditation on your intention, on your moonshot, you realize that more and more ideas would come to you automatically because you are so focused on this. You've got this mental image in your mind. You, everything just starts to come into place. And believe me, you, ideas that you never even thought of will start flowing to you. Like, for example, when I thought about my 1 million lives that I want to transform, I don't think at the point that I could create employment using this, but it came through me in a, in a meditative state. And I realized if I put in my strategy together over a five-year period, I can create over a thousand jobs. So it's things like this that you have to do. You've got to make this a habit. I can't reinforce enough that it has to become a daily habit for you to actually achieve this. Take that action. I love that. So I hope I answered. No, absolutely, absolutely. So it's just, you know, uh, and, and I think, you know, I love what you said for the simple reason. One of the things, you know, we as coaches, we are very pro having our clients create morning rituals, you know, create daily habits, uh, and we often neglect doing it ourselves. Uh, so it's our own question, you know, old story of practice, what you preach. Um, so I really love that. Nolan, you know, thank you for your time. You know, I can go on for for an hour with you, but I'd like to wrap it up here. And I'm only going to ask you any final words of advice for our badass preneurs. Wow. So I, I think it's very simple. You know, uh, looking at my journey, life could have ended where I was, living in that poverty uh, background, but life doesn't have to end where you are. As an entrepreneur, life is just starting. And I want you to remember this as well, entrepreneurs, that no matter how many times you learn lessons, and I'm saying it, you learn lessons. I'm not saying you fail. As entrepreneurs, we don't ever fail. We just learn new lessons and we grow from there. The key here is take it as a lesson learned, but use it as an opportunity to grow. So think about painful moments that you've been through in your life and convert that pain into success stories. A typical thing is I almost lost my life through COVID. It was a very painful traumatic experience, but I converted it into a success story and I wrote a book about it. And remember this, I was not an author. I've never even thought about writing a book in my life. I just had it on my vision board, but now I made it into a reality. So as an entrepreneur, you can do anything you put your mind to. The key is stay focused, keep away from distractions. Social media is a distraction. If you're not using it for the right reasons, you can be scrolling through your feed and two hours later, you're still scrolling through a feed that added no value to your life. Mm -hmm. so, so as an entrepreneur, stay focused and go after your dreams and goals. Remember, it's your dreams and goals and you can do it. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Nolan, tell us a little bit more about your program and where can our baddest preneurs, you know, get out of that program of yours? Okay, so you can find 
find me on all social media. My handle is Straight Talk with Nolan. Uh, my website is also Straight Talk with Nolan. So it's just www.straighttalkwithnolan.com. Very easy. Straight as in the word straight, then talk with Nolan. You can find me anywhere there. Uh, you can learn about the types of work that I'm actually involved in, the contribution. So most importantly for entrepreneurs as well, it's not only about making the money out there, it's also about contributing to the communities and society. Very important fact in your growth. Oh, Nolan, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and all your knowledge with us. We wish you only the very, very best. And may your business grow and prosper beyond your wildest dreams. And may that one million moonshot become a very, very real reality very, very soon. Thank you so much, Didi. And it will become a reality. Uh, I'm, I'm focusing on it and I will make sure it does happen. Wow. So thank you for your time. I really do appreciate it. Oh, really, it was awesome having you, you here. Badass Prius, there you have it. Another badass episode packed with information to help you build your own wildly successful high-impact coaching business. Go and get visit Nolan's free, uh, website, connect with him on social media. I'll put all the links on the show notes page. So just hop on over and start badassing your coaching business. And whilst you're there, check out the other podcast episodes and all the free resources. Be blessed, my badass printers. I'll see you in the next episode with another badass coaching business expert. If you like what you've heard on this podcast episode, please be a badass and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform. And whilst you're there, please leave me a five-star rating and a review. It's very much appreciated.